Welcome to the state of the laundry industry with Laundry Matt. Episode 8, Hiring Gig Drivers for Laundry. Does it work? Today we're joined by Kenny Simons of The Dirty Hamper. He talks about the competitive advantage he has over laundry services using the gig economy. All right, Kenny, let, yeah, I'd like to ask you about there's a, the, the competitive landscape is constantly changing. So originally, I'd say it's just a you know mom and pop laundromats doing pickup and delivery. Sometimes they used to just call on the phone. And you know now there's a bunch of different options for the customer. Let you kind of guide that discussion in a sense. But have you come across you know any of these different services out there and just wondering how you compete against them? Yeah, I actually have. Um, and it seems to me that they're app-based. The, these people don't own laundromats um, or they just created the service. Um, one instance I found um, what they're doing is they're, they're bringing it back to their house. They're, so they're, they're, they're picking yes. up the laundry. They're picking up the laundry and they're bringing it back to their house and they're washing it. So the customer doesn't know if they have 20 cats, 20 dogs, oh, man. anybody's sick. I know I wouldn't want my laundry in someone else's, uh, in, in their house. So that's one, that's one example. Then, you know, my, my name, the dirty hamper, it's everyone gets a kick out of it. You even have competitors trying to steal, you know, trying to steal your name and take your bags. So it, it's crazy what people will do, but I've noticed a lot of it is, them outsourcing the laundry, not even the laundromats, but they're saying, Hey, you're, you're a single mom or single dad. And you want to make you know a few extra bucks. Well, here, sign up with our app and we'll, we'll pay you a compensation for going to a laundromat or doing it at home. Um, but the problem I have with that is nothing's going to be consistent. It's a great, it's a great model in hindsight where you can contract a bunch of people all over California and have them do the laundry but everybody's laundry is going to be different. And the last example I would give you, um, this, this company had, for whatever reason, there was a link involved and my customer clicked on that link. She got back her laundry. She thought it was us. She got back her laundry. And I kid you not, everything was in a basket. A basket. In, in a basket. Like you, you got it right out of the dryer and you put it in a basket. <laughs> Nothing was folded. Wow. She she called us crying, say saying, "What did you do? Like, I guess what that happened? Was a joke, right?" And we and this is I was with a different um, platform at the time when this happened, and I said, "What what are you talking about? I, I have no idea what we didn't even have an order from you." And she clicked on an old link that went to the other company, and so no. I think with those apps, no product is going to be the same. And the way that I, I saw your podcast or, or a link you had on the drivers, the power of the driver, mm-hmm. the Uber driver doesn't care if the clothes he throws on, on, on the porch, but your driver is going to interact and take a little extra time and talk. And there's even been times I've had to do pickup and deliveries where I'm stuck with a customer for 30 minutes, just shooting the breeze, having a good mm-hmm. time. And they, they want to put a face to a company, to a brand. Right. They're trusting you with their clothes. Yes. I mean, that's a really good point. I mean, you know, I always say in the first first example, 
however you fold your clothes is the right way and consistency shows it's the right way. So if it's different every time, if McDonald's was different every time, it wouldn't be McDonald's and people wouldn't oh, go there. Exactly. And, and the same thing in laundry, they like consistency and especially with their clothes. Um, well, and, and, I, and I've noticed even with some of our, uh, our launderers, our customers know who's doing it. They'll request, hey, I want the person that did it last time because I like how they fold everything. So it, I think it's really important that whoever's in charge of the people that are doing the laundering, that everything's done the same way. Yeah, because, absolutely. Like you said, the McDonald's thing, every burger needs to be saying, you know, pickle, onions, ketchup and mustard on a bun. Right. That's it, basic. Just just don't don't try to reinvent the wheel. It, right. And then with, with yeah, and then, and then you're segueing into Uber and all of that and they represent your company. I'm not sure if you saw a TikTok video. I saw somebody ordered, it went viral. Is it is a DoorDash driver? And they picked up somebody ordered a television from Walmart. So they pick up the TV from Walmart and the the DoorDash driver is videotaping himself, like, I can't believe these guys ordered. Shame on them. But he used some, you know, uh, right. fancy language. Right. Uh, shame on them today and shame on them tomorrow for having me pick this up. And I'm not sure if every DoorDash driver expects to pick up laundry. I just want you to know, whoever ordered this shit on DoorDash, you a whole ho. You a whole ho today and tomorrow. I still don't want us to know how far, so I think you need to adjust your tip to make it right. How much is the tip? You gave an $8 tip. What the hell are you looking for? I gave an $8 tip. Okay, I'm going to bring the food back. I'm going to bring the food back. Okay. Okay. Are there different examples you've, you have of like some of the laundry that they've, you know, imagine DoorDash driver receiving that type of order and how they'd respond to the customer? Right. I think one, he'd had, he'd kind of have an issue with, with the pickup or the delivery, the instructions, because the same guy that's picking up is not going to be the same guy delivering. Um, he may pull up in his Prius and find 600 pounds of laundry, you know, full of cat hair and, and cat urine. And he's looking at it going, well, I'm, I'm not going to pick up this order. Then your customer is going to call you and say, Hey, what happened to my pickup? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I see things like that. I think, that, that Uber mentality for laundry, it, it's transaction based. You know, when they do a food, a food run or whatever, they're getting a percentage of whatever that order is. Um, but with laundry, I, I don't know how they're going to get a percentage of the pounds or anything like that. that that's way above my head, but they, they're not invested with your company. They're invested in their transaction. Where that's a great way of putting it because, you know, I come from a real estate background too. And my broker would always say, you want to be a relationship based. We're not transactional brokers or realtors over here. And, and I think you're right with Uber and DoorDash, it's a transaction and you never see that person again. There's no accountability versus when you have your driver representing your company, that's relationship based. Well, it's crazy because with, with your brand and with your drivers, and it, it all represents you. I had, I had somebody call me on the freeway saying, hey, um, your driver is smoking a cigarette. I would never pick up laundry from you. I would never have you pick up laundry 
And I, and I said, okay, well, thank you for the update. Right. And he's the driver's not with me anymore. Right. But I had to contact my driver. I said, Hey, were you smoking in the car? And he said, how did you know? Do you have a camera in the car? I said, no, you're a billboard. And a potential customer looked over and saw you smoking a cigarette and thought, wow, all those people's clothes are going to smell like, like smoke. Fascinating. So with the Uber thing, you don't know if they're smoking marijuana, smoking cigarettes, you know what I mean? It's, you don't know what you're going to get. You, and the you customer's can't, not going to care. The customer's right. not going to care that, oh, well, why do you send DoorDash in the first place? Right. Uh, you can't blame it on DoorDash. You know, it's your right. business. Exactly. You, you have to be accountable. And kind of like you with the real estate thing, back in the day, I went to a thing years ago called uh, buy referral only. And that was the whole thing. You know, you want referrals. It's, there's nothing better than when you're doing someone's laundry and their neighbor says, hey, you know, give me their card. I, I want to use them. Oh, terrific. Yeah. I appreciate your time. And yeah, thanks again for yeah joining us on the state of the laundry industry. This is pertinent stuff that's happening. I mean, it's real stuff, real laundry owners. So yeah, I appreciate your time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to the state of the laundry industry. Please subscribe or click like wherever you see this episode. And also, if you'd like to learn more about the curbside laundries, pickup and delivery software, go to www curbsidelaundries.com. Thanks again.